So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast where we teach you how to grow your photography business if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog posts check out sixfigurephotography.com now here's your host ben hartley Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley. I want to jump in and remind you guys of, of the point of the Six Figure Photography Podcast and really Six Figure Photography uh, as a whole, whether you follow us on our, our daily Facebook Live videos on, on over at Facebook, you listen to the podcast, you read the blog, whatever format you consume, uh, SFP, this is what it is about. SFP is designed to help you grow your photography business. Uh, we exist to inspire, to challenge, and empower you as a photographer uh, towards creating a life of abundance. And so abundance, you guys, abundance is found in understanding your own self-worth and providing value to every single person that you encounter. You guys, I don't do this very often, if ever, but I want to tell you on the topic of abundance about something that I'm going to be holding here in December. It's called Abundance Maximizing Joy. Joy, Meaning, and Profits. This is a workshop that I'm going to be holding uh, at Columbus, Ohio at my studio and my home. It's a three-day-long workshop. We held this last February for 12 photographers, and it changed it changed their businesses, and it changed their lives in turn. I'm talking about two to three times growth in, in inquiries and bookings and profits. That is entirely what the Abundance Workshop is about, building a sustainable business that gives value to your clients and then value to yourself, to your family, to your team. Uh, building a business that will succeed in 2017. You guys, if this sounds like something that you want to do, I promise you, you will not regret it. It's a three-day-long workshop, and if you sign up by tomorrow, the Thursday, the 18th, it's $400 off and a ton of bonuses. There's probably only a couple seats left at this point if it's not entirely booked up, so we will see you guys there. All right, you guys, on the topic of abundance, on the topic of conveying value, one of the best ways to convey that value is through your website. And that's why we have with us today Scott Wyden-Kivowitz from Imagely. We're going to be talking all about website. In today's episode, we're going to be unpacking uh, owning your own content. As you've been considering building out your own website or you want to redefine your website, rebuild it, uh, discussing hosting options, where to build this platform. We're going to unpack Wix a little bit, as well as discussing online sales directly on your website. It's a good one, you guys. Let's jump right in and talk to Scott. Welcome, Scott. Scott, real quick, man. I, I've been staring at your last name here for a few minutes, 
and I've I think I've got it down. So I've got Scott Kivowitz. Am I am I on it? Yeah. So I, I go by Scott Wyden Kivowitz um, for the most part, um, and I'm happy to explain why if you want. Otherwise. I've written about it a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, if it's a fun story, tell it. If not, we're going to move on to a super, super, super important yeah, question. It is a fun story, especially okay. being, uh, you know, what, you know, especially where you just were in, in Paris and, you know, the whole history of, of, you know, family histories and photography and stuff like that. So it is kind of an interesting story. Um, my, uh, my biological father, he passed um, as I turned two. Um, and uh, his last name was Wyden. And he and my grandfather, also last name Wyden, were both hobbyist photographers. And I have their cameras with me. And um, they were both the first cameras that I ever got to use, which is great. And um, or I guess should say, I should say the first D- D- uh, SLRs that I got to use. Sure. Um, and um, so, yeah, when, when I decided I was taking a path in photography, and even though my mom remarried and I have a new last name, I, um, Wyden is technically a second middle name. It's actually on my birth certificate now. So uh, I wind up using that as sort of a pen name for anything photography because, you know, i got to pay tribute to my father and my, um, my grandfather. So 100%. Dude, I love that story. There's so much like... Uh, you got your roots, you got your heritage, you got, um, not just biologically, but, but from your craft, uh, that's incredible, man. I love it. Um, all right, we're going to jump right in. This is like a crazy important question. I need (laughs) to know the answer. What do you think about Instagram's move with their uh, whole story attack on Snapchat? I do jump right into this. It's super random, but I got to know it just happened. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually loving it. First of all, I think it's a much nicer design of, of stories than Snapchat. Snapchat's whole flow is just confusing for most people because they're not used to swiping up and down and left and right in all these different ways. <laughs> Instagram, I think they did it the right way. And I think the fact that they built it into an app that's already such a, uh, you know, like a, a powerhouse app that mm-hmm. photographers, photography clients, everybody in the world is using Instagram. Uh, I think that the fact that they built it into Instagram for the first First off, the fact they built it into the app instead of making a separate app like they did everything else is a brilliant idea Um, because they could have easily just made another app called Stories um, and they didn't. So I'm glad they didn't. Um, I'm I'm, I'm glad they did it. I I think that uh, it's a smart move. I think that it will really put a dent in Snapchat because I think the people who were using Snapchat because it was the only thing there that like it may not use it anymore, Um, except that. Instagram has a way to go with sort of those like face, uh, whatever the the lenses or whatever Snapchat yeah, calls yeah, it, the like camera mapping. Yeah, so Instagram doesn't have that yet. Yeah. So you know, but you never know. Uh, I am seeing something interesting though. You know, the the Instagram Stories has a twenty four hour lifespan. Okay. And you can see your story every time you add a new image to your story of how many views and interactions it gets. And I notice, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little like unofficial case study on this. The lifespan of a story is actually far less than 24 hours. Really? Um, I'm, I'm finding that people fall off. Uh, uh, you know, of course, it's only been what 24 hours since they launched it, but <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, people fall off in the story rather quick. Yeah. It goes from like 30, 30 views down to like 15 views by the third or fourth image. Um, so. I don't know. It, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, I'm excited for it. 
Yeah, yeah. I just had to ask. We're not we're not going to be spending too much time talking about social, talking about Snapchat, <laughs> talking about this kind of stuff. But man, I knew like it just happened, and I knew that you uh, that you had thoughts, and I just had to hear from you like what what your kind of opinion was on it uh, moving forward. So maybe we'll do. I would love to do an episode on like like why does Snapchat matter for photographers? I think it'd be kind of a fun uh, a fun little podcast to do. You should do that too, man. Um, that'd be sweet. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's let's kind of start from the beginning because I want to build a framework um, for the audience in terms of of how you got to where you are. And so, my I guess my first question is: Do you consider yourself today like a, a coder? No, no, not not in any way. Um, I can dabble in CSS, um, which is basically like the the look of a website, basically the 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 code that changes the the font colors and fonts and font sizes and button colors and that kind of stuff. I can dabble in that, but um, I can't do any actually heavy duty coding. Nice. So then how did we move from, uh, you know, your father giving you your first camera to today where now you're helping photographers um, host, uh, you're helping to design, you're helping with plugins and themes um, for for websites. So how did you get from (laughs) point A to point B? Yeah, um, really interesting. So I've always been into dabbling with my own website um, for years. Uh, and it all started in college when I was a photography major. And I had to make a website. And the and the and my professor at the time said, you have to do this in Photoshop. And here's how you do it. And I'm like, I'm not building a website in Photoshop. Photoshop's not for websites. And I had Dreamweaver at the time. And I started messing with Dreamweaver. And it was okay. But then I came across WordPress. And I said, you know what, I'm going to submit my assignment of a website that I'm going to build on WordPress. And I did it. And, you know, I, I, I passed the, 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 the assignment. So, <laughs> and then it basically just kickstarted, uh, my, uh, my love for WordPress and how simple it is to make a website. And, and this is at the point when, when WordPress was really just a blogging platform, not really a website, uh, not really a content management system like it is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and straight out of college, I started working for the Mac warranty company who happened to, they're still based out of my hometown where I grew up. And so I was working there for a few years, about six years really, and I wound up starting to do their social media and I started learning more about social media marketing and marketing overall. And I started maintaining their website and things like that. And and then uh, after six years, I left and went to a uh, IT security company, totally not in the um, in, in the photography industry at all and was doing marketing there until my current uh, employer uh, he reached out to me and he said, I've been following your photography and your blogging and your social media and everything for however many years and are you interested in a job? And that, basically he he reached out, asked if I was interested, we chatted and I loved where, what, where the company was going and uh, haven't looked back and I've been there now four years and change. Um, and basically my love for WordPress and, you know, self-educating myself on it has helped me to work with many photographers over the years to improve their websites. Um, and it's just been a match made in heaven being able to merge WordPress, photography, social media, and all that stuff into one giant lump. (laughs) (laughs) The the word lump just gets me there, man. Okay. So then are you still actively uh, a photographer then as well? Yeah, so I'm not uh, I'm because I have a full-time job, I'm very picky about what I accept. So more often these days I'm referring to other photographers. Um yeah. and I'm very fortunate to have three 
wedding photographers that I absolutely adore in the area. Um, so, you know, it, it's very easy for me to, to refer weddings. It's very easy for me to refer corporate work. Um, the only thing I take on these days for the most part are headshots and certain events. Like I've done a, a series, uh, I did a, actually photographed a karate book, uh, for, for, it was actually about two years or three years in the making, um, session after session after session. Um, I've written about it on my blog a bunch of times and, um, so stuff like that. But otherwise I, I'm very picky about what I'm, what I'm taking on freelance wise. Do you feel like you now know karate after photographing so many moves? I actually took karate. This is actually the interesting part. So I took karate when I was younger. So I actually understood the basics of it, which helps to photograph it because you need to know the timing on things. Sure. You know, so um, sort of like just like a wedding, right? You need to you need to understand a wedding to be able to photograph a wedding well. Anticipation, my friend. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, it, you know. Um, but I, I did learn about a bunch about karate after that as well. Uh, a bunch of new things. So. So it's fun. Awesome. That's wild. It's super fun. I love I love the different directions, the different places that photography can take you. Like, oh, yeah. uh, I would have never thought about, um, you know, who photographs an entire book of karate images. And it's uh, it's Scott. <laughs> and, and, awesome. and, and how many images it takes to photograph a karate book yes. is in, intense. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I can only imagine. OK, so um, all the time, you know, I'm I'm connecting with photographers and they're, they're approaching and they're asking questions um, about web design, about hosting, um, about plugins, all this kind of stuff. And I almost want to start uh, with a little bit of a, uh, a, like a base. And I, I want to address and kind of define some terms here because this can get confusing. I think a lot of photographers are, are well, they're just that. They're photographers. They're not web designers. They're not, um, right. they're not coders. They don't, they don't get into this stuff a lot. And I see a lot of confusion with this. So if you could, like what, like what? What would be um, some of the differences, even in regards to hosting versus themes versus plugins? And and if we can keep it, you know, not like super techie, but just mm-hmm. to kind of give a little bit of an idea as we're going forward, so we don't get confused through terminology. So hosting, themes, and plugins. So hosting is uh, literally the company who has servers, right? Basically, giant computers that are storing your website and distributing it live to the world for anybody to see with your .com, your .org, or whatever your domain name is, right? That's what a host is. And there's different styles of hosting, um, which we could get into, but that is could get pretty technical. Yeah, let's um, avoid it. Let's keep yeah. going. Themes. <laughs> so um, themes are literally the look of your website, okay? That is the 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 dress it's wearing, the suit it's wearing. It's the look. It's how it um, looks when you visit it, right? It has nothing else to do, uh, nothing to do otherwise, but that. So um, anything from like templated themes that you kind of have a core structure and you're able to customize it versus like a full custom theme that you're hiring someone to, to design out, uh, CSS, the whole thing. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yep. That's, that's it. Nice. Um, so the, the core of a theme is really the CSS over everything else. There are other components to it, but the CSS is really what dresses it up the most. Um, then plugins are the functionality of your website. So the functionality could be anything. It could be a booking form. It could be uh, image proofing. It could be uh, image sales. It could be um, a contact form. It could be anything like that. Uh, a social sharing you know, icon series or social follow counts. Anything like that, that's a plugin. Right on. 
Okay, yep. so now there are so many options out there for photographers um, to find their hosting in, to to build their website on in terms of their theme and their plugins. And so you've settled in on on WordPress, and at least in regards to your themes, and you can get into more specifics on that and, and mm-hmm. help kind of school me on that. Um, but why, why did you settle in on WordPress as a photographer um, over any other of the options? Content ownership. Okay, That's Unpack the key that. right there. Yeah. So with WordPress, it's an open source platform. It's open source free software that you can control 100%. You you basically own every aspect of your website from um, the, the text to the images to every part that runs that website. You don't own WordPress. You know, it's not your software, but you're allowed to use it, do whatever you want with it for free. And okay. so why, why is that so important for a photographer? Because if you were to go to a, another service that is not WordPress, and that is a self-contained service, um, and I can do some names if you really want me to. I don't really, I don't, doesn't bother me. Um, but uh, let's say you go to a Squarespace, for example, right? Sure. Squarespace is easy to use. I'm not going to deny that. It's very easy to use. It's very pretty. It does have flaws. It has some pretty major flaws that, impact photographers greatly. Um, one of which being content ownership. You don't own any of the content. Yes, it's your photographs. Yes, it's your text you put there. But let's say Squarespace says, okay, we're not doing any well, any, any, uh, well anymore. We spent too much money on Super Bowl ads and now we're bankrupt. We're going to close shop and sorry, all of your websites go down. No notice whatsoever. This has happened so many times in the website industry. Hmm. Where companies, even hosting, even this happens on just hosting companies who will host any websites, right? Um, so they could go down and not give any notice, and you don't own your content. You don't have control over your content. They can just wipe it from the face of the internet like that. Yeah. Right. This, this, that kind of same principle, by the way, is one of the reasons I'm, I'm a huge proponent of print, by the way. Uh, many people mm-hmm. know this. And so this is one of the concerns that I have even with, with the argument of digital and the cloud. Yep. Um, because I was actually on a service where I was uploading everything to the cloud thinking, yeah, it's on the cloud. It's everywhere. I could, I could open it from any computer. I could be at my office. I could be across the world. I can open it up. Um, and then that company went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> And guess who can no longer access anything that I had uploaded to what I thought was the infinite cloud. And oh, I, yeah. just, I, I see that as something that I, I'd never really thought about in regards to your website and just kind of how, how scary that could be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And actually, uh, at some point, I'd like to come back to the whole um, thing about um, printing versus cloud and and uh, a fun thing that my wife and I do. Um, yeah, I would love to. Yeah, so. I want to definitely talk a little bit more about um, image sales and online galleries and all that stuff. And so maybe, yep. do you think it'll fit into that conversation? Uh, not really, but, but... Let's talk about it now then, man. Let's do uh, it. All right, all right, all right. So so uh, it's very, very quick. Uh, you know, we all share photos on Facebook of our families, right? Yeah. And it could be professional photos that uh, were made for us or just, you know, quick iPhone snaps that we made ourselves. What my wife and I do is we have a a um, what what are they called a uh, man what are they called a, a snap uh, what are they called oh man I can't think of the name Snapchat you know, Facebook has a storybook or something that they call okay. basically it's an album for a child that is too young to have Facebook 
Um, you can basically basically what you're doing is you're creating an, a fake account uh, under your own account for your child that you can tag your child, and then once they're old enough to have Facebook, that will be linked to their Facebook account. How do I not know about this? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So we've been using it since our daughter was born, and what the what we've been doing is every photo. This is the Cloudverse print. Every photo that we put in that album for her, that's tagged for her, gets printed. Nice. How are you? No matter what. Those? How or where? Uh, I both. Um, so <clears throat> I print from either. I was printing mostly from Pro DPI, mm-hmm. um, but since they got acquired by White House, I've been um, printing with White House. So yeah. right on. Um, so I don't print them like, you know. Every single time we post on Facebook, basically I have an, a queue in in my Dropbox. I, I store a queue of photos to be printed, and um, so every time we post on Facebook, one goes into the queue, and then there we go. Awesome. There's a uh, for some for some people who are listening. Uh, not everyone who listens are photographers, you know, videographers, whoever you may be. Yep. Um, there are some other options out there in case you don't have immediate access to like a lab or even just that feels kind of daunting to do. There's um there's a great site called um I believe it's called Timeshare, Time Capsule. I think it's called Timeshare that at the end of each month it just prompts you, "Hey, upload uh, you know, choose 30 images." And then they send those 30 images straight to your door printed. And it's just a monthly thing. I think it's like 10 bucks a month, and each month you get on your doorstep 30 pictures that you get to choose right from your phone. Another option that my wife and I have chosen is we just use a little um Oh gosh, what is that thing called? Canon, I think it's a selfie, a Kodak selfie. It's one of those things. It's like a just a small printer. It prints little um, five by sevens, uh, and it and you can print directly from your phone over Wi-Fi right in your house. And it's a very similar process, man. We just print off. I mean, we print off pictures every single day now. Um, there's probably at least one image that's made. Or even yeah. if I'm at work and my, my wife, uh, she shoots me a, a picture of my little girl B, I'll be like, I'll just, I mean, this happened yesterday. I was just like, print that. <laughs> and by the time I'm home, it's sitting on the counter for me uh, right there. Isn't that awesome? That is really good. It's wild. Um, um, you know, one of my favorite apps these days for, for printing from phone photos yeah. is uh, Novel or novel, I think is how you pronounce it. N N O W V E L. Okay, tell me more. Um, so it does uh, basically flat books, but what I've re- and they have hard they're hardcover like cardstock type books. But what I really like about it is certain sizes. It it's very narrow, um, and, and when you open it, the page each page is basically two page each photo is two pages. Um, okay. So it basically folds the photo in half, but it when it opens, it's flat. Yeah. And they're just beautiful. They're, the quality is really nice. They're, it's affordable, and they have a like a, a referral program where you can earn, earn, earn some coins and then get basically get discounts or free books. And they also uh, create books for you automatically and suggest you know hey, you know this is a, a collection from here and you should consider ordering this book. So I've done that every three months for my daughter. Yeah. Um, so I've got a whole bunch of books for, uh, of her in that style, and they're beautiful. Dude, I love it. Awesome. We'll make sure to drop that in the show notes for everyone to take a look at. Um, okay, so I do have a very specific question on a very specific, um, I, I guess you would call them a theme or maybe a hosting site. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. I see these all over. I have a lot of photographers who are asking me um, about this platform, um, and I, I don't know much, and I want to hear from an expert. 
Wix. What is uh, your opinion on professional photographers building out their website on Wix? And and dude, it's no hold bars here. As as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> uh, I just want to know. I just want to know the truth. And so, what what's your opinion? It's sort of the same thing as uh, Squarespace, where you, you you know you lose your content ownership for one, right? Um, I have heard. Now, I've never personally used Wix, but I have heard that it is um, fairly simple to use as far as like you know creating pages and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that like Squarespace, it has some issues that will hurt a photography business. So, um, things like SEO, uh, for one, which a lot of photographers don't even think about and don't even care about, but with WordPress, you're automatically getting a nice boost in SEO, uh, which I can talk about why in a second, but, um, there's a lot of things that you need to do or that you might do naturally as a photographer with your website. And these are things that, um, sites like Wix and Squarespace counteract mm-hmm. and can wind up um, literally reversing any of your intentional or unintentional efforts in SEO. So right uh, I, I, yeah, I personally, personally would avoid it. <laughs> sure. Uh, SEO has always been a concern for me in regards to Wix. And, and even on that topic, I think, um, as you just mentioned, not very many photographers um, are giving SEO um too much of thought as they're building out their website. And I just have to say, I think it's, um, I think that's a concern. I mean, I think it's a concern at any point, uh, to, to ignore something too much or to put too much weight into it. I don't think SEO should be your only source of finding clients, but man, if this is like your passion, if this is your dream job, if this is what you want to be doing for the rest of your life and, and you need clients in the door, then there is absolutely no excuse, no reason why you shouldn't be paying attention, at least in some in some way uh, to SEO. And so, do you feel like WordPress gives you um, the ability to to put some care into it without becoming an SEO expert? What's your oh, opinion yeah. on like oh, on yes. SEO management as a photographer, not as an SEO expert? So at at Imagely, we've been um, working on a series of SEO books, eBooks that would make the process easier for photographers and and a lot of there's a lot of SEO ebooks out there for photographers but we're trying to make some that break it down so it's easy to understand and one of the ebooks that that I that's on my list uh that I've been working on is basically it's a it's an automation of SEO and social media it, and and you can't really automate it 100% but it's basically uh, walking through how to automate as much as you can so that you don't have to worry about the basics so that you can then just focus on the other efforts, the more advanced efforts if you really want to. Um, And there's plugins out there that can automate much of the tasks. And the most popular one is called Yoast SEO. Mm -hmm. Yoast Yoast is the company. And so it it used to be called WordPress SEO by Yoast. He renamed it um, for simplicity, I guess. I don't know. And um, basically, you can set it up with certain settings, which pretty much automate majority of what you would need to do for every all, all the new content you put out there. And what we did at Imagely is we basically created a this these settings. And when you create a new site with Imagely, that isn't that plugin is installed with the settings already configured. You don't even have to think about it. Um, so. Yes, you can definitely automate a good portion of it. Um, in fact, um, you're speaking at Canada Photo Convention, right? Yeah, in yeah, Toronto. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I am. I am as well, and oh, it's actually sweet, Scott. 
Yeah, and it's actually on the image SEO topic, um, something that is so popular. When Jasser appro- approached me on it, he's like, we have so many people asking about image SEO. And the funny thing is image SEO is has so little to do with images. Um, I'm like, I literally, I, I'm calling the topic, the, the title of the, of the presentation image SEO is, it has nothing to do with images. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's, um, definitely, and even there I'll talk about some automation. Um, but, uh, yeah, WordPress gives you a, a head start nice. on a lot of it. So nice. Fantastic. All right. So let's say, um, I feel like you've got a, a great insight and kind of, feature site on on where things are moving where things are going uh you're paying attention and so where do you see kind of um online market going even in regards to like as social just keeps um blowing up the way that google's algorithms keep changing to to value um more uh more reviews more of just kind of like the uh how do i put it just the the social engagement that's occurring where Mm -hmm. do you see personal websites fitting into into the changes that we're seeing online i mean do you think uh personal websites for your brand are going to still be a staple do you feel like um social where are things moving and and um yeah i don't know what are your thoughts so google is constantly changing the serp or the search engine results that you get Mm -hmm. when you do a any search and Right now, with a lot of local businesses, you see if they have a Google local account. Same thing with Bing. They have the same business management center or whatever they call it. So you're seeing a map. You're seeing their address, their phone number, their hours, all that stuff. Um, What we're going to start seeing, in my opinion, what we're going to start seeing is the social interactions built into that result. Hmm. So the website, which is the most important part in that component, because Google has to tie that to a website, um, that is still going to be the most important thing. And one thing to always keep in mind is, just like I said with other service services for websites, with content ownership, social media can go nowhere. It can go, it can go you know, into the trash can. Sure. And if you still have your website, you still have a business. Um, if you rely mostly on, your we- on social media and it goes away and you don't have a good website, your business is not going to strive. Sure. Right? Um, so you're, you need to, you need, and there's a lot of examples of this, you know, when Elo came out, which is what's Elo doing now, but when it came out, so did three other social media platforms and the only one still left is Elo. Um, so, but anyway, so you, you do want to put all the effort into your website and that is also, uh, you know, part of SEO is social media. So you do need to put some effort into social media. I wouldn't say if you were to do a pie chart, I would say the bulk of the pie chart is going to be maybe maybe 70 percent is your website and then 20 percent is emails and then 10 percent is social media. That's what I would recommend. Yeah, right on. Awesome. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. I think that is going to be really interesting to see how social starts um, showing up in in search results and really affecting that. Just like, again, just engagement. You know, I think engagement is going to be a really big uh, a really big thing, but who knows, man? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for for a while, tweets were actually coming up as search results, and I, you know, Google removed it and they bring it back, and they they do tests. But 
I, I'm definitely going to see it bundled with the actual results for each website. That's It's going to happen. Fantastic. It's inevitable. Um, okay, so I want to hear from you. Critical components of your website. And I think if if I were to just say website, I feel like that's that's too broad. And so let's focus up. Let's say critical components, the do's and the don'ts of your homepage. Man, <laughs> you, you've, I bet you see a lot of real terrible homepages. Oh, yeah. I bet you see some real nice polished ones. And so... I want to hear from someone who does this right full time. Like, what what are the do's? What are the don'ts of an excellent homepage? And 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 for a photographer, well, the most important thing is to show what type of photography you do. Because mm-hmm. so often you go you go to a website and it's just a bunch of photos that don't really say it's a mix of things. Sure. So, it, it, for example, for my freelance, I do a variety of things. I, I photograph people. I photograph landscapes. I photograph, um, you know, events, certain events. <laughs> so, um, you know, if I was to do all that on the homepage, it would just not make sense, right? So the most important thing is somehow illustrate what you do, whether it's in text and images or just images. Somewhat, somehow you got to explain that. The other thing is you need to have a funnel. You need to direct people where to go. They're going to come to your website they're not going to know what where you want them to go. Otherwise, they just go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you go to my website, and I have a Start Here button. I'm selling on my personal website. I've got photographs. I've got ebooks for sale. I have Lightroom presets for sale. I have courses. So I actually direct them to that because I'm not really trying to sell my photography services. I'm really trying to sell to other photographers. Mm-hmm. So um, you need a sort of some sort of funnel and the, a, a start here button is a great way to get people into a funnel of some sort and ha- whatever wherever you go with that funnel after that is dependent on your business um you know one of my favorite examples of that is brian caparici's website mm-hmm. he has um uh basically a, a he does four different options of, of photography services you click on one and it goes through this whole process and in the end you're just amazed and you want to hire the you know hire his, his, uh, him as a photographer. So, um, so yeah, so you, uh, clearly define what you do and have a funnel. Those are, uh, in my opinion, the two most important things you can do on your homepage. Yeah. How important, even this goes back to SEO in, in, in some regards. Um, although it's also, I think it's for a value prop, but how important do you feel, um, copy is? And I ask this question because I often see photographers websites that'll be like, um, it'll just be a slideshow of pictures, right? Um, and so I'm, I'm curious, uh, what your stance is on implementing copy on your homepage. Yeah. So that it's definitely a personal choice, I would say, because it's great for SEO to have at least three, 300 words on your homepage mm-hmm. or really on, on any page that you want to rank well. Um, so yes, you do want text if you want to rank really well. However, if your entire site overall is doing well on social media on a, um, on search engine that's for SEO, that will help your homepage anyway. So nice. there, it's a it's a, basically a toss up. It's where do you want to spend most of your your effort? Do you want to make you know the re- certain pages optimize super well, get links to it, and and build that up, which will then help your homepage, or do you want to focus on your homepage first and then the rest? So. Um, it's really a, it's really a personal to- a choice, in my opinion, on, on where to go with that. All right, you guys, we got to take a quick break here because I got to thank a couple supporters of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Just so we're clear, if anyone is a supporter of of SFP. 
It means that uh, two things. Number one is I use them personally in my photography business. And number two, that I actually believe in the people behind the business. And there's two amazing companies that help Style & Story Creative work. The first is Miller's Lab. You guys, Miller's is one of the best and fastest print labs in the industry, hands down. This is why we use them for all of our print products. Uh, Look, we can expect consistency, we can expect quality, and we can expect speed every single time from Miller's. They actually give a rip about uh, their clients. Uh, their products are amazing. I have never heard of any print company that is faster than Miller's. You guys, do yourself a favor. Check them out for yourself and for your clients. Everyone listen up because Miller's loves us. They love you guys. And they've given you all 25% off their signature albums now through September 30th of this year. Use the coupon code capital S F P 25. I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. There's no excuse at this point to not try out Miller's. Next up, I have to talk about Tave Four because as a studio uh, with three full-time photographers, a video team, all the education that we're doing, we have to stay organized, and Tave has been the perfect tool to allow us to do this. I've been on other CRM uh, programs, other CRM software in the past, and I left to come to Tave, and that's because of Tave's completely customizable uh, features. Look, when we started out, uh, it was just me as a solo photographer, and then we grew and we had two photographers, Tave was able to scale with us because of how custom it is. And now with three photographers, it's continued to grow with my business. Uh, we can do uh, automations within this, uh, set up custom automations that work specifically for Style & Story Creative. We can do contracts, uh, invoices, people can pay online, uh, orders. It, it really has been uh, kind of the Swiss army knife for our business. And side note, we use it for our photo booth business as well. My sister uses it for her floral company. This is what I'm talking about when I say custom functionality. You guys, you can cater it to exactly what you want. You guys check out Tave 4. If you want to try out Tave for your business, there's no excuse because they've given you guys a coupon code. You guys use six figure photography, all capitals. It's going to get you as a, as a new trial user, 20% off for the entire first year as well. An additional free month uh, using my link. You guys do yourself a favor and get on this. All right, back to Scott. So one of the things you know you guys develop um, are plugins, and within WordPress, pl plugins are going to be kind of modular components that you can put in that allow a certain feature uh, to be available on your theme. Is that kind of an accurate way to describe a plugin? Um, yeah, well, a certain feature to be available on your site overall, because most plugins are theme independent. They are theme agnostic. They don't really care what theme is active. Theme agnostic. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like that most. Term. I mean, <laughs> there are there are plugins that require certain themes. Yeah. Um, but not all of them. Awesome. So. Um, thanks for clarifying that. So then, in regards to plugins, are there any exciting plugins out there that you uh, that you kind of are aware of that do some interesting things for photographers, whether that be on the back end, on the front end, um, like that are seen you know seen by clientele or just for data collection? Um, what's kind of out there that that's interesting that maybe um, that uh, our audience may or may not know much about? Interesting, yep. exciting plugins. So. Uh, I'll start with ones that I have nothing to do with. <laughs> there we go. I like that. Um, my favorite plugin, this is the one that I use on pretty much every website I've ever maintained, is Gravity Forms. It's a premium plugin, it's, meaning it's a paid plugin. But this plugin is a contact form plugin that goes way beyond just contact forms. 
this plugin can, if you add certain um, what they call add-ons, which are basically mini plugins that require the main plugin, uh, you can do contracts with Gravity Forms. And I, when I say contracts, I mean literally have people sign the contract too on your website. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, so you can do that. You can have turn that into a booking form if you want. You can do a lot of cool things. You can do polls and surveys for your clients. So you can do if you if you know you get an inquiry about a wedding, you can send them to a questionnaire and have them fill that out. All with Gravity Forms. It's it's fantastic. Um, so that was that would be one. Um, there's some others like um, something that is very rare, but I would say a lot of photographers should consider is one called. Um, instant articles, which is basically for site speed. It, it'll help speed up your site when somebody's looking at a blog post. And basically what it does is it prefetches or preloads the next blog post that or any blog post being linked from one blog post to another. Huh. So it basically it looks at internal linking in a blog post and preloads that content so that if somebody clicks it, the next one loads instantly. And so uh, let's talk about site speed here for a minute, because I think a lot of photographer sites, once again, um, are, uh, they get so image heavy, they get so bogged down um, with, because as for, I mean, you know how this goes, man. I see photographers <laughs> all the time, we're, they're, we're complaining on Facebook, Facebook, you know, degraded the quality of my file, you know, yeah. or we'll do a little PS, ignore Facebook. Um, and so, so we're always uploading these really high risk files and, and it's bogging our sites down. Um, so wh why, why is it important to have a, we'll just say snappy, a snappy yeah. website? <laughs> I mean, like, I think there's a couple reasons yeah. I want to hear from you. Why, why is it important? Yeah, there, there are uh, two main reasons. First one being SEO. So search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. Again, search engines prefer sites that load fast. And I mean fast. Um, so that's, that's a, that's a biggie. Again, if you don't care about SEO, here's another one that is a big one. Users or site visitors have a patience of about two seconds on if a desktop. <laughs> yeah, on a, on a desktop, right? So, yeah. on a desktop, if your site does not load within, let's say, two to five seconds at at most, you're you've got a problem. You gotta you gotta fix it. You gotta address it somehow. Um, on a on a mobile device, it's two seconds or less. Mm. You've got two seconds or less. Two seconds is not a long time. Mm -mm. So, th if you have a very large image. On your website, that alone could take two seconds to load. Yeah, right. So um, those are the two main mo main things. One being SEO, one being um, intention spans. People don't have long attention spans these days, especially on mobile, which is most of your site visitors. Yeah, bounce rate, man. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. It's it's totally fair if you don't have an answer to this. Um, we'll follow up and and drop it in the show notes later. If you don't, do you have a, a resource where photographers can go to to see what their load time is? Um, oh yeah, maybe plug in their website and it would give back some data for them. Yep, um, I'll give two. Uh, one of which integrates with the other. But um, both are interesting to see the results. One being Google page speed. So the reason why I start with that one is your main search engine, the most popular search engine, is Google, right? Yeah. So Google is using page speed, their page speed tester, in determining the speed for SEO. Yeah. <laughs> so you might as well use their tool to see how they are you know, ranking you. Yeah. Um, and if you can get a score of 70 or more, you're doing doing really well. If you're doing 50 or less, 
I would say you need some immediate help. And if you're between 50 and 7, you're doing okay, but there's probably some improvements. So um, that's one. The other is uh, Pingdom Tools. So Pingdom, it's actually tools.pingdom.com. It's a great one. You can actually say um, test it from New York versus test it from Texas in a bunch of different locations. Oh, cool. Um, and, and that's actually really useful because, you know, my website's hosted on the East Coast. And I can so I can say, you know, I want to see how it loads from New York versus California. I want to see if, you know, the West Coast gets it slower. And they will, of course, because now the data needs to travel across the country. Um, so, it, you know, it it'll, might be a second or two slower. But um, ideally, you want it to be, um, you know, two seconds or so. So, sure. um so then let's yeah. say that a photographer gets back a poor report or they just know. I know some of you out there who are listening, you have this this, this sense of guilt that's sinking in on you right now. Where you're <laughs> like, yes, that's me. I just uploaded the yeah. 3,000 you know, by 5,000 pixel image yesterday because I didn't want to take the time to downsize it and re-export. Um, I know who you are. <laughs> no, so if that's if that's... If that is uh, if that's a situation that a photographer finds them in, what yep. are some things that they can do um, to to optimize their website? Are there any kind of you know relatively quick solutions that can scan the site, resize, downsample uh, oh, yeah. imagery? So here's a few things. Uh, first, being have a good host. So we talked about host earlier. If you are on a cheap, and I am going to use the word cheap instead of inexpensive sure. host then you're getting what you're paying for. Don't treat, you know, you wouldn't want a uh, somebody to hire you because you're cheap, right? You want somebody to hire you as a photographer because you have quality services, quality imagery, you know what you're doing, and so on. Um, you don't take shortcuts and you don't, you know, skim things out. You want to make sure that you are quality, you are offering quality service. So why would you hire somebody who's not quality? Why would you hire someone who's cheap? So, um, First is get a good host. A good host will give you site speed, you know, boosted right off the gate. Um, What's the, your, um, uh, who's, who's your favorite host? I've got two that I prefer. Imagely. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, so uh, the first would be Imagely, which is a company I work for. Um, I, I'll, I'll give you a good example of why. I was on another host that's very popular called SiteGround. And before that, I was on WP Engine. On WP Engine, who's extremely popular in the managed uh, WordPress hosting space, I was loading about two and a half seconds. On SiteGround, I was at three seconds. On Imagely, I'm at 1.07 seconds. Wow. Right? So there's a big difference between every type of host um, out there. So make sure you go with one that... Uh, but SiteGround and WP Engine is still fantastic, so I would definitely recommend those if you don't want to go to Imagely. But... Um, you know, I would say come to come to us. Um. <laughs> Enough, yeah, uh, just yeah. for uh, for the full story as well. So I'm on DreamHost, and I've had a lot of great success. There's been a couple issues with some of my sites that have gotten bigger. The bigger my sites have gotten, the the they've been taking kind of some hits, and so I've been I, I've been curious to look into. Uh, what I need to do <laughs> now that it's starting to get a little crazy, you know, but I think for the standard photographer, it, it could support it. Um, so anyhow, um, yep. very cool. Um, yeah. So that would be, that'd be one solution. The next would be installing a caching plugin. And basically what caching means is uh, it basically turns the dynamic content of a website into static content stored on your computer and stored on the server, which in turn makes it load faster every time you go back to it. Um, so there's a bunch of different out there for WordPress. There's a bunch of different plugins. The one I recommend is inexpensive, but it is a paid plugin. It's called WP Rocket. 
it is by far the easiest and the most efficient of all of them out there, in my opinion. So WP Rocket Cache is another way. Um, and then for the images that you have on your site, there's two things you can do. If it's already on your website, on your WordPress website, you can use a plugin called EWWW Image Optimizer. And that will basically compress your, your images a decent amount that is uh, lossless. So, you know, there is going to be some quality loss, but you probably won't notice it, but that'll help. But I recommend optimizing before you get to your website. So if you're, um, if you haven't uploaded an image yet and you want to about to upload a new one, use JPEG Mini or JPEG Mini Pro. Um, JPEG Mini Pro, you can actually integrate into your Lightroom and Photoshop workflow, where JPEG Mini, you cannot. So, but basically, it's, a, it's an app for compressing JPEGs, and it, you will not see any quality loss whatsoever. It's by far the best algorithm out there. 100%. And I've been actually been, I've been having my eye on JPEG Mini, and I'm getting ready to take the plunge and go ahead and, and purchase it, even for the sake of going back. I've got, I've got, man, I probably have 100 terabytes worth of data that I would love to uh, to go back and resize some of those some of those JPEGs and uh, and get some of that back. Um, so very cool. Well, okay. So I want to jump in. I want to talk about something that um, I've I've messed around with a little bit, and then I kind of found the other way, and I've never gone back. And it, I just want to talk about image sales. I want to talk about online sales versus in person. What you've kind of seen, and I know this is a uh, slightly dependent. Um, upon you know what niche you're in within the photography photography yeah, totally. kind of world um and so let's maybe let's focus up and say um weddings and portraiture you know um what is your take on uh online sales kind of platforms um are there are there ways that you can maximize online sales that um that maybe our audience would be unaware of so one thing that I would do if I was a wedding or portrait photographer that, uh, and I was doing a full time, <laughs> um, I would make sure I had an in-person sales workflow down pat, right? Yes. That, that would be step number one. So um, real quick, just so we're clear, you're saying that online, an online sales option is, is great, but no matter what, you have to have an in-person sales workflow in place. Yes. So it can't um, be in replacement of an in-person. It's not like, yeah, you can just do everything online. Is that what you're saying? So it, um, I would say it can depending on the client. So, for example, if you are a, um, if you are photographing portraits for, like, let's take Jeremy Cowart, for example. He photographs a lot of celebrities, right? Yep. He's not going to be doing in-person sales with a celebrity. He's going to be interacting with the agency who hired him. So, uh, you know, at that point, there's no in-person sales. You're relying on online sales. Unless, of course, the agency is right there in your same area and you can just go there, right? Sure. But for the, you're most likely going to be doing it online. But if you're doing a wedding, of course, you're going to be doing in-person sales. Yeah, so let's um, say for the vast majority with weddings and like, you know, family shoot or a senior portrait session, this is um, this is an uh, a yes and thing. It's not an correct. either or. Right. So the online, the online sales, your online proofing, your online gallery for set for selling the images, would sort of be a complement to the in-person sales. So you know your 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 couple chooses their photos, they order their album, they order their prints. Done. Now you're saying to them, hey, look, I've got no, here's a gallery. You can even share this with your family, whatever you want. Here's how they can order 
additional prints, um, you know, from from right from us, and we will, you know, make sure that they're at the best possible quality, just like we would give to you, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so, comp- use it as a complement in that situation rather than an only option. Fantastic, awesome. I I'm really excited that you said that. I I 100% believe in that, and I believe in it not just from a sales standpoint, but from a service standpoint. Like being a service industry, I believe the best way we can serve our clients is when we actually get to get to help to to create and foster that space that they're going to be in when they see their images for the first time. I mean, if you send a link, if you push over the pictures, you know, to a wedding to a bride, she might be like in a really stressful situation, you know, like looking at the, all of her images for the first time on her phone. Um, and it, I, I, there's just so much more value that can be had when you get to bring someone in and, and have like the space ready to go and show the images on the big screen and have albums out and, and actually get to just really shower them with care and love and, 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 a, and a space of relaxation. And so um, anyhow, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I, was, I didn't know what you were going to say. I was like, I don't know. we'll see how this goes. I might have to start a fight. I don't know. Um, okay, so this is fantastic. Um, and right now I'm totally on track. We do in-person uh, kind of premiere dates, in-person sales afterwards. And then, of course, we still follow up with um, an online uh, kind of sales profit maximizer. So what are some of the features that you're looking for as a photographer that are kind of like um, the deal breakers in regards to an online gallery for uh, for a post sales um, opportunity. So there's here's this is the tricky area because most photographers want print lab integration, right? They want to be able to not to basically do hands off with their prints. That's what I found uh, as I as I interact with all these different photographers over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is nothing like that with WordPress yet. Um, we are working on that at Imagely for our e-commerce solution for images. Um, but that is a giant project because it's been unheard of in the WordPress space for any website that's self-hosted, basically. So, for um, example, that would be you putting together a website and a client could arrive on the website, order a print, and then immediately it would just be um, integrated with the lab. The lab would get that order, not you. The lab would make the print and then drop ship it directly to the client and you just get the paycheck? Correct. Awesome. Um, so, you know, that's something that SmugMug and PhotoShelter and Zenfolio, they all do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of the other, um, what is it, uh, Pass and... Pixie Set. Pixie, Pixie Set, yeah. They, some Pixie Set, man. Yeah. So, um, you know... That's that's the big thing right now with with photographers and e-commerce is they just want to be hands off with prints, mm-hmm. and which is funny because back in the day prints were everything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, and it's it still is um, for for many photographers, but not the majority anymore. So right now, like with 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 uh, Next Gen Pro, the the plugin that we make at Imagely, we basically do everything that a Pixie set can do except for print lab integration. Yep. So, and you can do this all on your own website. So really that's the big thing is, is, um, you know, yes, you've got all these different features for a quantity of, of prints and you can do unlimited different options of what you want to sell and you can do coupons and tax and, and all that stuff. You can do proofing, um, and, and all that stuff, but, um, print lab integration is needed. So, Right on. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Well, it's cool. I'm glad that you guys are kind of spearheading it and leading the way and and, and working on developing something to get in people's hands. So, um, Scott, this has been fantastic. Is there anything that you feel like, man, I, I miss talking about this. I really wanted to kind of address this issue. What did we miss? Is, is there um, anything? 
there's one thing I would like to to mention is is um, that a lot of photographers worry about with a WordPress site. Let's hear it. And these are things that you don't necessarily have to worry about with a Squarespace or a Wix or a Weebly or any of those is maintenance. Um, that's a big th- worry that a lot of photographers have. And there's a, a few different options that I would recommend for the photographers worrying about maintenance. And by maintenance, I mean making sure your website plugins and themes and WordPress is up to date because there are updates. They are software. Sure. So, you know, that's maintenance. Making sure your website doesn't go down. What happens if it does go down? All that kind of stuff. It's all maintenance. So there's a few things that I will recommend. One, have a good host. So, <laughs> again, Having a managed host, basically being what that basically means is um, a managed host handles a lot of your maintenance for you. Okay, so that's a big thing. So that's what Imagely is. We're a managed host. Two is if you don't have a managed host, hire an outsourced WordPress maintenance company. And there's a bunch out there. There's a, there's a lot. So if you just search for WordPress maintenance companies, you'll come up with I would say six to eight of them right uh, right on the first page. Um, uh, one that I know, I know the owner of personally is maintain and that's with, uh, two ends at the end. They're, they're fantastic. Um, but there's a lot of them out there. Um, our third is hire a outsourced individual to handle maintenance for you. So there's two people that I know personally that do this that are fantastic at it. They don't do custom coding, but they can maintain your site for you. They know WordPress inside and out. So find somebody in your, even if you can find somebody in your area that not only knows WordPress but understands your business, that would be ideal. So Nice. Is that something you think you could find on Fiverr or is that just not a good option? <laughs> you, you probably could find it on Fiverr, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, there's actually, I run a, a WordPress for photographers group on Facebook and both the people that I know that do maintenance are both in that group um, and they've gotten a lot of business through it because so many people want maintenance people. So nice. Is that an open group that, that any listener could join? So any listener can join. Uh, it is not open for anybody to just join and then start chatting. Uh, it does need admin approval. I make sure that the people that are joining are photographers because we get a lot of um, junk, sure. you know, subscri- you know, joins. So um, yeah, you can you can join. Just make sure that somewhere in your profile, it's obvious that you're a photographer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You know, as you talk about maintenance, one of the things that I've actually kind of gone the other way uh, in just personal experience where I've seen a lot of photographers, even myself, who I've had another, let's say, um, what to say a third party company kind of I've hired someone to design the site and, and host yeah. it and manage it. And then when it comes time for me to upload the gallery to make a change, I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs. I'm ready to make the change and I've sent them the files and now I'm waiting for them to get around to doing it for me. And so one of the things that I actually have loved about WordPress is the fact that I can get in there and, and the learning curve, you know, there's a little bit there, but once you know, you know, and it hasn't killed me. Yeah. Um, but I can get in there quickly and easily make some super basic changes. Again, we're not talking about coding. I'm talking about just being able to upload, you know, new copy or, or change a sentence or, um, you know, put in a new portfolio image, man, to me, that's been a deal breaker is having that control in my own hands and my own timeline. Um, one of the things that I've loved about it. Totally. Yeah. I I love it. (laughs) Perfect. Dude, Scott, where can people find you? Where can they learn more about Imagely and and your work? Yeah. So uh, Imagely.com is one place where you can learn all about Imagely and what we do. And then uh, for myself, it's ScottWyden.com. It's W-Y-D-E-N.com. 
Awesome. Scott, this has been awesome, and this has been a great joy. Uh, I, I'm sure that people have taken a ton of value from this. We've got so many links in the show notes to drop in. <laughs> I it's know. Gonna, dude, our editor's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. Um, there's so many amazing resources. There's so many kind of knowledge bombs that you just threw out there on people. And so you guys, please, like, absorb this stuff, get on this, click these links, and check this stuff out because your website, man, you can't undervalue uh, your website, the power that it has, um, and the opportunity that's really there waiting for you guys. It's, I mean, so many of the stuff that Scott talked about, um, is, is there it's, it's free or incredibly affordable and, uh, and you guys really need to take advantage. So, um, um dude, you know, I, I do want to offer, um, I have to generate the coupon code, but I'd like to offer, uh, all listeners, um, uh, three months of free hosting with Imagely. Um, oh, that'd be and, awesome, and, man. Yeah. So, uh, I'll have to generate the coupon code before this airs, but, um, just, just use the code, uh, six figure on any of the, um, plans that we offer for our hosting and, awesome. uh, you'll get three, caps? three months free. Um, all lowercase. Sure. All, all caps. We'll cool. go with that. Okay, cool. All caps. I like that. Six figure. I, I think it looks good in all caps. Anyhow, dude, thank you yeah. so much, man. That's so generous of you. You guys take advantage of this. Check out Imagely. Um, Scott, thank you so much, man. This has been awesome. And I know you're heading out on a vacation here shortly. So unplug, enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> enjoy the family, man. Yeah, that's the plan. Awesome. Thanks, Scott. We'll talk soon, mate. Photographers, listen up. Your website is the most powerful tool that you have to reach potential new clients and to satisfy current clients, to provide value to everyone uh, who encounters your brand. And so please, you guys, don't don't undervalue this. Uh, if you are interested in checking out Imagely, Scott has given you guys, the SFP audience, an awesome deal. I'll use promo code SIXFIGURE, all capitals. We'll drop it in the show notes for you guys to get three free months of hosting. Uh, this is good till August 8th next year. You guys check out Imagely. Take a look at what's going on. They have so many powerful tools to help you create an amazing website. Lastly, I want to invite you guys to check us out at Six Figure Live. It takes place on the Six Figure Photography Facebook page. Uh, go ahead and like it. Go to the notifications and uh, click to receive notifications. That way you'll know when I go live. I go live daily for you guys and bring you behind the scenes at the Stallion Story Creative Office. We do image critiques uh, of your own community work. We do live editing sessions, uh, Q&A where we will answer any question you guys have. It's just an awesome glimpse into everything that goes on here. So check it out, Six Figure Photography on Facebook. We'll see you guys there. Bye everybody.